0: Comic Book Tales is an immersive comic book experience for the new or lapsed comic book fan. I take a closer look at the comics that shaped my childhood and influenced my adulthood. Comic books are an amazing entry into another world and even provide the pictures to complete the fantasy. Join me for a new Comic Book Tales adventure. Hello and welcome to the newest issue of Comic Book Tales. I want to touch on a subject that may seem a little bit difficult for some people to to agree with or even hear. Um, and, and that's about gender equality in comic books. Uh, there's an article here from a site called 538 Life published last year. So it's been over a year, but this is ongoing. You see it constantly in the tech, tech world. But comic books are still made by men, for men, and about men. And uh, Mr. Walt Hickey uh, put this article out. And the reason I bring this up is because, as you guys have heard, I, I have a daughter, and I'm trying to get her involved in certain things. And I'd like her to have at least an understanding of comic books, if not a passion for it. It's because it's something I enjoy, as you can tell. But she may not enjoy that. She may come to not really care about comic books, and that's okay. Uh, I'm okay with that, and I think if you have a daughter, you should be okay with that. If she likes it, great. If she doesn't, okay. Okay. So if you've ever been to a comic book convention, it's I'd say most are skewed more towards men, but there are quite a few women at these comic book events and it's either as attendees or even employees or artists or things like that. So it's not if you've never been to a comic book convention then you probably don't know what I'm saying because if you go to your local comic book shop, it's hardly ever there's hardly ever a woman in these shops. Uh, that's personified on the Big Bang Theory, it's strange when a woman walks into the comic book shop that they frequent. Uh, but then you go to a, a show, and there's a lot of women at these shows. Sometimes they're dressed up, sometimes they're not. Sometimes the men are, sometimes they're not. We've talked about cosplay before, but it's it's disingenuous to say that there aren't a lot of women interested in comic books. So to that end, a lot of the major comic book publishers, and I'll say DC and Marvel for the most part, are trying to go after that market. They're trying to make more female parody characters. Uh, Marvel did it with Thor last year. Um, They're just trying to bring in different demographics. They've got the Miss Marvel, which is a um, Muslim American uh, girl playing Miss Marvel. So they're trying to do things that, that broaden the horizon or the scope of their business. Now, I would contend that... As a vast majority, most people reading comic books are probably men. You know when you get to a comic book convention you 've got a subset of people. Not everybody who 's ever read comic books goes to conventions either because they can't or they don 't want to so you're when you look at that that 's not a representative section of comic book readers necessarily. it might be, but we don 't know because we don 't have any data because the data that is available is proprietary, and most comic book shops are independently owned and It's hard to compile the data. But I would contend, is it necessary to have gender equality in every facet of life? And I bring this up not because I don't think there should be more opportunities for women. There should be as many opportunities for women as there are for men. But they don't have to be the same opportunities. To wit, we talk about movies. There's action movies. There's comedies. There's dramas. And there's the... From a male perspective, a chick flick, which is tends to be a romantic, romantic comedy, that kind of thing, that tends to be more a genre for women. Not that women don't enjoy drama, action, and comedy, but a rom com or a romantic movie tends to really only appeal mostly to women. And that got me thinking about all of all of this. And is it necessary for us to? Constantly try to pander to those people. Now I understand from a perspective of broadening a business. So if your if your sole purpose is to broaden the scope of your business, so that you can weather downturns in economy and downturns in in likes and dislikes, you know oversaturation of these movies and TV shows. So if you broaden it, you have a better chance of surviving and thriving in an economy where people ha- are quickly losing interest in moving on to something else. The more people you have, the less likely it is you're going to fluctuate quite as much. So if that's the perspective that these comic book comers are going with, I have no problem with that. But if we're pandering to a female demographic that truly isn't representative of the demographic that reads comic books. Okay, again, I don't know how many females read comic books. You can't tell me how many females read comic books because we don't know. What we do know is, Females read comic books. Males read comic books. But if you had to guess, you'd say it's probably more men, most likely. Now, that doesn't—that could be a number of reasons. That could be because women haven't been represented well. That could be because women just aren't interested in comic books. They're interested in other things. So we don't really know. And I kind of live my life on data. So if you don't have the data to support what your hypothesis is, you can sometimes make a bad Decision, i.e., do these companies make this decision based on what they have or what they hope to have? Now, if it's a hope to have, hope to have. Do what you need to do to try to broaden that audience. But if it's based on what you think is out there, but you're not really sure, that's not a good business decision, okay? I have no problem with a female Thor now. I wasn't thrilled by the change because I didn't think Thor... Who a? is, let's be fair, based upon Norse mythology, Thor is not a woman, okay? There's no point in time where the Norse mythological god Thor is a woman. It seems to be, it's been readjusted to appropriate values that aren't necessarily representative of the character they're based on. Now, if you came out and said, any other character not based in any mythological or historical capacity is of a different gender, okay, that's not a big deal. You know, Captain America has been usurped by a number of different people over the years, so it's not a, a huge stretch to make Sam Wilson Captain America as much as it is to make Jane Foster Thor. That's a bigger stretch for me. There have been... Other characters who took on the persona of Thor, Beta Ray Bill, Thunderstrike, Eric Masterson, that kind of thing, but it not exactly stretching it too far. Although Beta Ray Bill <laughs> probably would be, but from a it was gender equality on that, or gender likeness there, not equality. Uh, but it it does beg the question: Do we need to keep reinventing Miss Marvel? the the uh, muslim american girl playing miss marvel that's fine miss marvel's a girl i don't know why they chose miss marvel because she doesn't other than the costume she doesn't possess any of the powers of miss marvel so i'm not sure what they're trying to capitalize on there. just make her another name give her another give her another character name because miss marvel doesn't really fit what she does it's not about her gender it's simply about her power set does is not it's not Cree, and at least I'm not aware of how you know that it's a vaguely Cree thing. But it's just not. It's not right to use a Come up with a different name. Um, it it's it just brought that question to my mind when I'm looking at this stuff and thinking. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, that maybe, maybe we're worried too much about making things for everyone instead of just making the best things. So when, you, when you're when you thinking about those things, when somebody presents you with, I can make this, which will appeal to this segment, I can make this, which appeals to this segment, I can make this, which appeals to this segment, or I can make the best thing, and hopefully it'll appeal to all three segments. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But like I said at the top of this show, women still go to action movies. Women go to comedies. Women Go to dramas, movies, TVs, books. Doesn't matter. They watch all three. Why is the comic book industry so bent on trying to appeal to certain segments instead of just saying we're going to put out the best product we can put out? Period. It will. Pe- you can make a broad product that can appeal to a lot more audiences, or you can make a narrow product which appeals to a lot less audiences. But making it male or female doesn't necessarily make it appealing or not appealing. You know, my wife and I watch Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I like Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's interesting to me. I enjoy it because it's in the comic book world. My wife likes it because it's an interesting drama slash superhero slash, you know, sci-fi type of thing. She enjoys it. She doesn't sit there and say, huh, I wish there were more women on this show. I wish there was less men on this show. No, it's a good show for... If you like the show, it's a good show for being a good show. You know, I, I'm watching Jessica Jones, I'm not ready to review it yet, but I'm I'm watching Jessica Jones on Netflix and I like the show for what it is. I like the Daredevil for what it was. It it you can you not just like the show for what it is? Why do we have to attach gender to everything we do? I've got a buddy who he has two boys and a, a little girl. He doesn't want his boys exposed to certain movies that have a female bent and I look at him and say, why is that such a big deal? Well, it's going to make my boys something. I don't know. I'm in touch with their emotions or something. I don't know what he's concerned about exactly, but he's just not, he doesn't want to feed into that system. And to a point, I get what he's coming, where he's coming from, but good, something of good quality is something of good quality period. And that's all it really should be. It shouldn't be anything more than that. It's a superhero story. Told from whatever perspective. If you want a female league character, make a female league character. If you want a male league character, make a male lead character. Don't usurp an existing character and try to shoehorn it into something else. You know? Why couldn't we call the new Thor something else? She can have ham- Thor's hammer. Just don't make her Thor. You know? And I've said that from the beginning. Are you trying to build upon the existing Thor and trying to get an audience based upon that or are you trying to actually make a good comic book? I've read it. It's it's okay. It's nothing special. Um and maybe that was the problem. They're trying to capitalize on the on the name and the mystery originally of who this was instead of just being in a good book. You know, we talked about this a little bit last week about laziness from from uh, writers and artists don't be lazy in what you create be be good at what you create no don't try to just mail it in and expect somebody to pay you $4 an issue for you know maybe a dollar's worth of actual effort that's something that i think marvel dc and everybody out there creating something should be aware of i'm putting down my money for your product give me something worth putting my money down for and if you can't do that, I'll move on and put my money somewhere else. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend the money. I, I bought a car recently, and I was talking to the sales agent, and he was giving me a hard time about things I wanted and things he wasn't willing to do. And I said, I need to buy a car, but I don't need to buy it from you. So either work with me, or I will take my money elsewhere. Now, after that conversation, he was willing to work with me, or we compromised him, and we both felt like we got a good end of that deal. These companies need to recognize, yes, if you all change, maybe we don't have as much choice, but I can take my money elsewhere. I can take my money into other things. You know, there is a short-sightedness in thinking I only can spend my money on comic books. I've allocated this amount of money every month for comic books. But if you don't give me something worth buying, I may not spend my that money on comic books. I can actually take that money and spend it somewhere else. Maybe I want to take my wife out to dinner. Maybe I want to take my daughter to the a museum. I can do that with that money. It's not allocated for you indefinitely. You have to actually work and earn my money. And sometimes when these things come up, I feel like it's a pandering to, um, a certain segment of the population who doesn't read comic books anyway. And no matter how many female characters you put in is never going to read comic books, but tells you, you have to have this to appeal to people like us, but not us. You know, we, you have to do this or else. Or else what? You're going to keep harassing me to produce something you're not going to buy anyway. Why? In any other industry, if you walked into a grocery store, they're not going to say, "Oh, you know, we need to appeal to women in the meat section. No, you put out your meat and you make it appealing to everybody because everybody needs food. Not everybody eats meat, but everybody needs food. You make your grocery store appealing to whoever's shopping in your store, male or female. You don't say, well, I'm going to make it very female because we want to do something. Um, That's probably a bad example. It's not a great example as I'm thinking about it. But I think you get the point. You don't change what you do to appeal to people who are never going to be interested in what you do. Um, you know, it it doesn't work that way. I I mean, you don't, you don't make Best Buy appealing to people who don't buy electronics. You don't, why would you do that? Why I'm going to make my store here in America appealing to people in China, even though the people in China aren't shopping in my store because somebody told me you're not appealing enough to the Chinese as an example. That doesn't make any sense. You appeal to the market you're in. Now, if you want, again, if you want to broaden your market, you broaden your market. You bring out more appealing characters. Be original. We've talked about this many, many times. Be original with your characters, be original with your creativity. Just be original. Stop trying, and Marvel's gotten lazy in this as of late. Stop trying to come up with how we can take an existing property and spin it into something else. How about coming up with a new property? I know that's the, the Hollywood formula is to make a sequel versus coming up with something new because a sequel's a guaranteed audience. And I get that from the comic book perspective or writing a novel. When you use the same characters over and over, it becomes something you can count on to at least get a certain segment. will buy the book because it's got this character. But Thor was a flagging uh, book to begin with. This may have jumpstarted some sales for a period of time. But you didn't you took somebody who wasn't really doing all that well and you spun it on its head in hopes of doing well, just make up something new. then you got none of that baggage and you got all upside. everything's mystery at that point. everything about this character is mystery instead of being bogged down by the history of this person and I think that's where I find to be most appealing for me. uh I want something new, different, interesting um and then expand from there. So is there a bias towards men in comic books? Yes, there is. Because most men who read comic books or most people who read comic books are men. That's not a bad thing. It's just a thing, you know, as, as opposed to, you know, in, in the 50s, most cooking um, apparatus and most cookbooks were geared towards women. That doesn't mean men didn't cook, but it meant most women did. And now that's changed, obviously. But you appeal to what it is. Um, I, I, I'm I guess I'm I'm bothered by the fact that we keep trying to reinvent or or spin what's out there instead of just coming up with something new that might be just as appealing. Should there be more black superheroes? I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, if that's what people want to read, the power of the purse, as we talked about last week, the power of the purse will determine what people buy. If you put out a good book and it's a, it doesn't matter what color the character is, it doesn't matter what gender the character is, people will buy it. If it is a bad book, regardless of the gender or the, or the color of the characters, they won't buy it. So it's really that simple. I, I, I'm not caught up in, well, I'm going to buy this book because I, I can relate to the, the uh, demographic of the person who is the lead character. Really? I don't buy comic Honestly, honestly, in a comic book. Who exactly can you relate to? Just think about that for a second. Who who exactly are you trying to appeal to? Aspirationally, maybe. But none of us are truly superheroes. None of us can bench press a car. None of us look have you know, rock hard abs and walk around in spandex. So who exactly is the demographic that this most emulates? Nobody. There's not a single person in this world who looks Like the characters in comic books. So when we keep saying we need to have more minorities, we need to have more women. Why? It It doesn't change. If you want more women, make more women characters. Make them intelligent. Make them compelling. Whatever. But don't say we're trying to appeal to a broader thing so people can see themselves emulated in the comic books. It doesn't happen. I don't have superpowers. Maybe you have superpowers. I don't have any superpowers. So my ability is to go through life and work a job. That's my ability. Raise a family, be a husband, be a, be a father. That's it. I don't, I don't have any of these things that I see in the comic books. So when I'm reading the comic books, I'm reading the comic books. I'm reading the characters. I'm reading what they do and how they act and what they say and the, the adventures they get into. That's it. If you're reading it for more than that, please, please let me know what, that, what you're talking about comic book tales on Twitter at comic book tales. I, cause I don't know, I don't know what's going on and I, maybe I'm totally missing something and this has gone on a longer issue than I thought it would be, but it's really gotten me fired up to think I don't, I don't relate one way or the other. I'm not captain America. I'm not Superman. I'm not Batman. You know, I, I'm not, I'm none of those people. I don't have anything that other than I'm human. Maybe that's the only appeal. <laughs> I'm human and not every character in a comic book is human. So at least I'm human. I'm on the side of humans. Okay, there we go. That's the extent of my connection with these comic book characters. Other than I, I find many of the stories to be compelling and interesting. And that is it period. Nothing else. So if you've got more that you want to share with me, please do. This wasn't meant to offend anyone. And it probably did offend some people. But don't be offended. Just give me your opinion. And you're entitled to your opinion. I'm entitled to mine. I may change my opinion. That's possible. If you give me some data, some rationale as to why I should. And maybe I've changed your mind a little bit or at least made you think. And that's really all this is about. So thank you for joining me. This has been Comic Book Tales. I'm Chad. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.